Hurricanes are still be managing. We'll do it live. You're listening to the Ranger Things podcast. Welcome to Ranger Things. We're recording on Saturday, January 13th, 2024. I'm Carlo Montagnino, and I'm joined by Brendan Lyons. Good evening. And Dave Pacheco. Charmed, I'm sure. As always, you can visit rangerthingspodcast.com and subscribe for free to get access to content, newsletters, and more. You can also follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search Ranger Things Podcast. We'd love for you to be part of the show, so send an email to contact at rangerthingspodcast.com. You can also subscribe to the show using your favorite podcast service, and if you do, we'd appreciate your ratings and reviews. Let's get into it. I know I came in with a, a lot of energy just now, but I'm a little bit downtrodden. Not only we're sad boys, we're, we're sad, sad boys, boys today. Folks. You know, I. <clears throat> I, I'm not a big NFL guy, and but now that I'm in Cleveland, I kind of have to like the Browns, and I feel like I today was a baptism for being a Browns fan. I could care less what they did week to week this season, but the fact that they had a, a wild card playoff game, I had a little bit of hope, and that yeah. little bit of hope was completely gotcha. They gotcha. It was completely dashed amongst the rocks of well, Houston, Texas. Well, well, let, let, let's keep it on task with our uh, sadness for the Rangers and their deplor- deplorable play as of late. Please, uh, let, let, let's focus our, our depression. The brownies around here, Carlo. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> for where I'm at, give a shit. <laughs> Too so much of a shit. The Rangers have been so bad that they forced me How to drink on this How bad are they? <laughs> They forced me to drink on this podcast. This is oh, my first beer. On- cheers. Oh, gin, gin. Cheers. Great Lakes. Coffee. Great Lakes. Brewery. Oh, you really? have Great Lakes out there? Were you? Oh, the- no, I, I bought it when we were out visiting you last, and uh, I brought it back. Um, but we've been saving it. This is the, uh, the the Cookie Exchange Milk Stout. Absolutely delicious. Really? It, it, it It's the only bright spot into washing down my tears. You know that- what my favorite flavor of beer is? Beer, beer flavored beer. Yeah, that's what I'm drinking. Fucking Mary. <laughs> great Lakes this, this, is dude, a, this thing. Great Lakes is a great, great brewery. Fantastic. This is like six or seven percent alcohol. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it's great. I'm sure your chocolate chip cookie beer is fantastic. <laughs> it's good. It is. It's good stuff. Delicious. The Christmas um, ale. I actually they this the recipe is a little bit different every year. This year's was. Just as strong, but didn't taste as strong. So I actually, yes, I got through a six pack this season, and it was whoa rough morning. <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> that shit's you know, like eight eight point seven percent. I think easy, easy. <laughs> you guys know, you guys know my dad, right? You know Tom Lyons. I've heard mm-hmm. of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> my dad, when he goes to a bar, friend of the show. Yeah, Tom Lyons, <laughs> friend of the show. If my dad goes into a bar and asks for a beer, and they ask him what kind. He leaves the bar. <laughs> Spoken like a America. true. <laughs> Ain't that America? A true lover of alcohol, there. Yeah. 
in my dad's in my dad's mind, in the, if you're in the continental United States of America, and you walk into a bar and ask for a beer, you've asked for a Budweiser. <laughs> Your dad just lives in the Wild West, where there was one, there was lives... beer and whiskey and yeah, and bad exactly. water, water you should not drink. Yeah. My dad just walks into a bar and screams cold at the person on the other side of it. Yeah, and they know it's beer. Cold! (laughs) Throws a quarter down on the bar. My dad puts, he was, my the last time I went drinking with my dad, he was still putting money down on the bar. And I was like, dad, you can't, this is, it's not the 60s anymore. Oh, I do that. No, I do that. No, that's a bad idea. Why? I'm I'm sitting right in front of my money. I don't hang yeah. out at the bar. I sit at the bar. No, my but, but that's that's the thing. My dad puts money down on the bar, and then twenty, then an hour later, he's shit faced and singing Dean Martin karaoke, <laughs> dancing around the bar, and people are definitely buying drinks on his tab. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's having a good time. I mean, I know this because <laughs> I've bought drinks on his tab while well, he's shit-faced, well, singing volade. He just slides the, the money the over. Well, well, think of it this way. He puts 40 down on the bar. He's getting shit-faced. He doesn't give – he he spent the 40 bucks. It's gone. Who cares? He's shit-faced. He's yeah. singing volare. He, he's night as even. He's done. He doesn't care. I get that. I see – listen, there, there's – there's truth in the old ways. There's this value. We can't. We can't forget. Times, we can't buck tradition. Do you know how many times my dad's had to be like had to have been reminded that the, that smoking's not allowed in bars in New York anymore? Because <laughs> you're just like, Ugh. you what, can't smoke what, that the, in here. Well, the, the I right can't bar smoke is that. Direct- I can't smoke that in where I ran. <laughs> <laughs> the right kind of bars are still let you smoke. <laughs> what what year did they change that? Because I remember like being right, right, right. But we we were still smoking in, but we were smoking in bars when we were getting in with fake IDs. Yes. No, like, it yes, was yes, yes, yes. Right before it was, it was, right it was a blo- we turned twenty one. Right before we turned, it was, it was a Bloomberg thing. I know that. So um, I, I, I think it was like his third year. I I remember being pissed off when you couldn't smoke in restaurants anymore because they had it. You had the smoking section. For a long time, and then me and my friends were like, you know, like seventeen. Talking about us? No, no, this is the, my middle school to high school friends. It was like, can't <laughs> fucking can't smoke in fucking restaurants anymore. This is no, bullshit. I remember this is Nazi Germany. To, we used to be able to smoke in like the in like the smoking my, section of the diner. Mm-hmm. Like, Mike's place. Yeah, remember Mike's they place. built they literally like built a smoking section, and we would just yeah, yeah. only oh, go in there because you couldn't smoke. Used to be in there in the smoking <laughs> section at Mike's place, where you it was like see. a. It was like a humidor. You'd walk in and it would just look like a fucking smoked out terrarium in the middle of the fucking diner. The grossest smoking (laughs) section I've ever been in. And, and, you know, this is a humble brag. I'm, I'm, I'm in the airport at Milan and they had a giant smoking room just built into the terminal. And mm. it literally looked like That's awesome. A, like, a ter- like a smoked out, like a domed out fucking room. I, you walk in. You don't even have to light a cigarette. You just stand in there for two minutes and you walk out and you got your fix. And you and Wait. They, in Milan? That was, in oh Milan. God, that was a long time ago. But it was like you could just – there was a smoke like – in the terminal. Imagine you're at the gate waiting for your flight. Oh, I'm going to go have a cigarette. You walk into this room. <laughs> And you just you huff a cigarette down, and it's just complete. It's and then you stink like an ashtray while you're in a tin can for an eight-hour flight. 
I don't well, understand why airports don't have like like a smoking section. Miami, the Miami's new airport. If you go to the TGI Fridays, they have a smoking lounge on the. They have a roof deck, and you could smoke in that the section. There. Like, Sick. why can't why can't you like why can't an airport have like a little outdoor smoking section like right off of the terminal? Like, yeah, what do they I think agree. somebody's gonna fucking run across the terminal to try to get into the airport? Like Die Hard Two? That's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. I mean, just put a security guard out there. Yeah. No one who's you remember causing harm like is gonna go smoke a cigarette. Yeah. What what about the um the smoking sections when we went down to um to Atlantic City on the bus that time? <laughs> no, it, no, no, it was no. the same. It was, was not a smoking section. Gross in there. It was just it was just Adam in the bathroom. Yeah, it, it was not a smoke. No. It was just the bathroom. We just smoked on the bus. There was not a smoking section. No, no. In the actual casinos, they had smoking oh, sections. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And it was like it it was like a giant room. Like a like a like a boardroom with no tables and stuff, and just people standing around just smoking cigarettes and cigars. It was awful. I didn't want to smoke after that. But but there are sections where there are um, slot machines where you can smoke. So you just you could just hang out there. You can't smoke at the tables anymore though, which is yeah. So not (laughs) this not this year not this like not 2023 but the year prior. Sandra and I went to the Oregon coast. It might have been for my birthday. I think it was for my birthday, but we went to the Oregon coast and we went out to dinner and then we went to, uh, we went to a casino. I think it was, I forget the name of the casino, but it was indigenous on indigenous land, indigenous owned, indigenous run. And you could still smoke in those casinos because it's just fucking the U S it's the res. The U S government has no fucking, they have no say in there. And people were just fucking, Smoking two or three cigarettes at a time. Bro. It was crazy. <laughs> Sounds like when? paradise. That's when? why I wish I lived in Europe. No, Europe sucks. Europe sucks. This country, <laughs> this country sucks. is actively on fucking fire. But people are going to talk to me about, but do you know what's in half of the fucking shit that we eat on a daily basis? Oh, yeah. And I got to these people. You're right. I got to listen to these people talk to me about how unhealthy fucking cigarettes are. Cigarettes are probably the healthiest thing that I put in my body <laughs> on a fucking daily basis. Yeah, agreed. And that's the thing that everyone was like, you got to quit. I've got a freezer <laughs> full quit. of antibiotics. I know. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, the New York my kid Red number five. <laughs> yeah. So I, my kids I, I would smoking. just like. <laughs> yeah. You got to start with menthols. I don't ease in. Oh yeah, yeah did I you know? It. Did you know that like I was watching a special that it was like yeah, like uh, like we're finding now that you can get like a little cut or something like that and get an infection and or like a like get a tooth oh, infection shit. and that can realistically <laughs> kill you now because your body has gotten so used to the antibiotics that we pump into your food and you want to talk to me about a Newport? I mean Newports. I mean that's I smoke American Spirits. Like I'm not I'm not fucking around with Newports anymore. Remember when I started smoking American Spirits and everybody was like, "Ah, oh, you're a fucking hipster." Not you're me. You're a fucking hipster. Not me. And meanwhile, everybody was still smoking fucking fiberglass. A Newport is just they just they just hack off a two, three inch piece of fiberglass, put it in a box. <laughs> no, no, because I remember because me and uh, me me and Mosier were smoking American Spirits as well. So no no beef from me. But dude, I had a Marlboro recently. It just tastes like a bottle of Windex. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's not good. It's so gross. 
I miss. I quit. I, it's been just over a year since I quit smoking. Congratulations! And I want. Awesome. I want. Awesome. I want to sit here and tell you how much better my life is. It's not. Why, it. why try and improve yourself? Just fucking. No, it's not. You know what happened, ladies? Slow and train to the grave, to baby. Kids, if you're listening, I'm talking. Kids, I'm talking to kids ages 12 to 17. If you're listening to me right now, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. If you're nine, um, puff away. Yeah, listen to me. Uh, I quit smoking, and they were like, "Oh, your life's gonna be so much better." You know what happened to me? I'm angry all the time, and I gained 40 pounds. That's what happened yeah. to me when I quit smoking. Yeah, I think the best advice is to don't start smoking. Don't start vaping. Don't start smoking. Stay away from nicotine. Yeah. But if you get started, just fucking ride it out. That's it. Just yeah. ride it out until you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's American spirits. It's it's only tobacco in there. You know. Except that's, that's in the New York State because they have to have that chemical that stops it from burning after a while. Right. It has to be uh, self-extinguishing. Yeah. Which is who the fuck knows what that is. Hey, you guys um, remember the New York Rangers? They're a hockey no. team. They play in Madison Square Garden. God, hey, you want to talk about them for a little while? No, I think we're really sad about this. I mean, like they they, they suck. Like, why do we? I don't want to talk about them. I don't. They're I, listen. All right, here's where we're at, folks. Well, let, let, hold on. Let me, let me let me set up the show a little. We haven't not set the show right. up yet. Right. Um, we're gonna chat a little we're, bit. We well, we're we, only 13 minutes in. We're only 13 <laughs> we do in. have our midway point report cards this episode. We are going to grade <sighs> the Rangers. Uh, give them a report card. Excuse me. So that's coming. Um, we're going to talk about some other stuff first. Um, let's talk about the games coming up this week. And then, Brendan, I want to hear what you have to say, because I think that you're going to try to make us not sad boys. And I, uh, hopefully this segment helps. All right. Next week's games. We got Tuesday versus Seattle. We got tomorrow. We got tomorrow versus the Capitals. So, oh, oh, that's right. I'm so used to recording. Tomorrow versus the Capitals at home. Loss. Um, then Tuesday. <laughs> Uh, versus Seattle at home. Thursday in Vegas, Saturday in LA, Sunday in Anaheim. I think these are winnable games. Every one you of know, them. If they I try. want I want I want to look at you and say, yeah, you're right. But the last four games were winnable games. That's true. And that's not that's not you know <laughs> How things went down for us. Look, I think I've been trying real hard to not be a sad boy. I've been like the opposite of a sad boy. I've been a don't worry boy. Mm-hmm. Right? I've been everybody's don't worry, be happy, bro. Things are going to be okay. There's ups and downs. It's not so much that they've lost four in a row to me. It's how they're losing. That's bothering me. Even how they're winning, the games they are winning, is kind of bothering me. And when you look at it from a bigger picture perspective, the truth is, is that something's been going on with this team since that 7-4 to four Boston win. Something is different after that game. And it got worse after Kako got hurt. It got well. It got worse after Heedle got hurt. Then it got worse after Cockle got hurt. Uh, something's just not clicking, and I don't know what it is. I, I don't. I, maybe it's a combination of things. Well, I, 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 I just don't know. I'm run. I'm running out of. I'm running out of. Don't worry. It's just a game. 
don't worry, they're gonna put bring it, they're gonna put it together. I'm just I'm running out of those. Yeah, I, I had that exact same train of thought today, uh, earlier today. It's just because you want to say, oh, it's gonna happen. Teams lose games. You know, I can't win every game, and we've only lost eleven games. We went such a tear. Our playoff position's fine. Yada yada yada. But like you said, the way we're losing is bad. It's we spoke about it last week. The defense is not doing well at all. Shesterkin's not playing so great. Our top six, our top four players who should be producing at a higher clip are just not there. Panarin's the only guy really producing at the expected clip. And Trocek's above expectations at this point, but that's not going to carry your whole team. Again, it's just, I think, and we can get into this later because I want to get into some other stuff, but I think that the team defense, like we talked about last week, they're too free. The defensive scheme is too much focused on transitioning out and getting, you know, getting a rush, setting up in the offensive zone. There's no real focus on playing defense. The focus is on get stopping playing defense as soon as you can. And I think that's causing a lot of lazy passes, a lot of bad plays, a lot of like weird, like outlet passes that are just not making it shitty, like across the middle passes that are just getting picked off. Mm-hmm. Just bad play. Um, D- Dave, do you have anything then, on this topic? Oh, Brendan, go ahead. No, I'll just go ahead, Dave. Oh yeah. The, the, the defensive passing has been atrocious as of late. Um, and I just want to say, you know, the season's over. Um, they've done. They're not even going to make <laughs> the playoffs. Uh, let's let's pack it in. Let's just keep the keep the the Knicks uh, court down because at least they're winning. And uh, you know, it's it, it's hot. It's baseball season. Um, I got my my Staten Island Ferry Hawks ha- uh, hat on. I don't have any Ranger attire on. And uh, it's done. Everything's packed away. I, I put it upstairs in the attic. It's um. Christ, oh my. So, so Dave, how are you getting done. your hockey? How are you getting your hockey fix these days? Um. Oh, that's interesting. The <laughs> PWHL. Let me tell you something. Beautiful. It's six, it is a pleasure segue, to watch. Six segue. <laughs> it's a beaut. No, but it it it's actually really refreshing to watch. You know, there's plenty of hitting. There's good passing. There's you know, there's good goals. Um, they actually have the which is we we touched on before the season started. We, we talked about the Swiss League implementing new rules, and one of the rules that they implement is the jailbreak rule. So if you're, if you're on a penalty kill and you score a goal, your, your guy's out of the box or your, your, your player's out of the box. I love that yeah. rule so much. So they have that in the PWHL, which is fucking awesome. And I, I, hope, I hope it spurs the NHL Gary Bettman to make a move, but maybe he'll do it like, you know, 10 or 15 years down the road. H- have um, you been watching be- games? Uh, yeah, and I've been any games like I I can't watch. I'll just I'll watch highlights and stuff like that. I mean, YouTube is a beautiful so where thing. do you, where do you watch the games? Um, they I don't know. have them streaming on you. They have them streaming on YouTube. I I find them more more like than not. Oh really? Um, just regular yeah. YouTube, or you need YouTube TV. Regular YouTube. I am paying for that oh, shit. That's fucking you're awesome. Watching them, you're watching them live. Yeah. On YouTube. What? Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's good. I, I wholeheartedly endorse it to get you know to watch the bad taste taste out of your mouth that the Rangers leave in after every fucking loss and just disjointed, you know, play that they have inside and outside of their zone. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's bad. And and I actually haven't been watching much of the Ranger games. I've been watching enough of each game where I am sick to my stomach 
Um, partly because, you know, my work schedule is, is, is crazy. So I can't always watch an entire game or the game at all. But like, even the highlights are like the highlights of a WNBA game. They're terrible. It's, it's, no, I, it's I really what, what the Rangers have become to me is predictable. Uh, I've been watching the games and I could like at a certain point, things will start happening. And I'll say to myself, yep. Even if we're winning, I'd be like, mm, game's over. We're going to lose this game. When's the other here, shoe going to drop? Yeah, here comes the <laughs> comeback. Here comes the comeback. Yeah. And the other team will come back and they'll, you know, or they'll, they'll tie it and then they'll take the lead right away within the next few shifts. Uh, they're predictable. They seem disinterested and, you know, let's call a spade a spade. Uh, Igor Shosturkin is not playing good hockey. Uh, there's nothing I could say to defend this guy anymore. Uh, I'm about to say something. I'm about to say something that maybe I'll regret one day, but right <laughs> now feels like a reasonable thing to say. Um, Igor, from a career standpoint, is starting to feel a lot less like Hank and a lot more like Bob. No, I don't. Maybe, but I don't think so. I think it's still too early. Yeah, still is early. it? Yeah. I mean, I Bob. Bob's Bob's great season didn't happen until like a couple years in. Shosturkin came out of the gate really hot. Bob was good. Bob early. also came in younger than Igor. That's true. Yeah. You but know, Bob also. Uh, I mean, it's. I think the goalie position I'm, relies too much I'm not on saying the that team. Igor's bad. I'm not saying that Igor is I'm not, bad. Well, Bob's not bad. That's what I'm not, I'm not saying Bob is bad. What I'm saying is for those of you who thought Igor was Hank, Igor's not Hank. It's not, he's not. I mean, I'll go as far as say Hank wasn't Hank uh, for some years. I don't know what that, I don't know what that means. I do. Okay. (laughs) You guys get it. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Do do you think they need a, like a team shrink to to come in and and talk to the players and no, they See need a, de- they need a defensive zone scheme that's not flinging out of the zone the first chance you get. What is this, fucking season two of Ted Lasso? No, they don't <laughs> need a fucking team shrink. No, honestly, their, their, their defensive zone play is swing it around the net or chip it up the boards. Second pass out of the zone gets intercepted because they're not look, their head's not up or it's a light pass or some kind of flat. They don't have control of the puck. Turn it over. Just past the blue line, rinse, rinse, recycle, repeat until someone can get a fast break out of the zone, save, maybe it's a close call, and then do it again. That's the entire defensive scheme of the Rangers. There's no, there's no, like the position, even the positioning in the defensive zone is anticipating a breakout as opposed to protecting the net. You're right. right. You're so right. it's like you, you, you want to know why you can't play defense if you're trying to play offense. Can I can I tell you why I think that is? Because I think it's because they know that from a personnel standpoint, they cannot move up the ice together. Yeah. The only time this team can move up this there's only two scenarios where this team can move up the ice together, and that's with the Trocheck Panera and Lafreniere line on the ice, and then when we could have had the VC Goodrow Pitlick line on the ice. And Goodrow mm-hmm. was kind of just a passenger on that mm-hmm. line. It was really the Pitlick VC line. Uh yeah. with Goodrow kind of just floating around. Yeah. Um 
But, it, but that's the result of injury. We have guys who shouldn't be playing full NHL seasons on the right. third line. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's team. Honestly, as much, as much as I love Cooley, I, I don't, he doesn't belong in the first line. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree with you, Dave. I'm gonna disagree I, I, I just, I don't see it. I just don't see it, man. I don't I think, think Zabanajad and Kreider deserve to be on the first line. At this I'm, point, no. Here's here's why I'm gonna disagree. Well, here's why I'm gonna disagree with you. That line does not. That line should not need more offense. Zabanajad should be the offense on that line. Kreider should be the offense on that line. That what that line needs is somebody who's gonna play with a ton of pace. Right. And somebody who is going and somebody who is going to keep teams moving backwards into their zone. And that's what Cooley does. Now, are they a traditional first line with Cooley on that line? No. But that's okay because Panarin, Trocek, Lafreniere, that that's a that's a first line in this league. That's our first line. Yeah. But I I, I think Carlo had a good point. Cooley is the 15th forward to play with Mika and Kreider since we traded Buchnevich. And none of them, none of the 14 before Cooley, have shown sustained success. Maybe it's time to consider the fact that Mika and Kreider do not work together. They, 5v5. They, they're attached at the butthole. Like, they really cannot... Why don't we split them up? They don't. They work well together on a power play. Sure. Do do they? Yeah, I think I think because you have Zibanejad shot from the bottom of the circle, and you have Kreider there to tip in anything. That's a great scheme for the power play. I don't think five v five. It's like, not good. You don't get those opportunities. I don't think that Mika and Kreider. I don't think they're like Mika's successful on the power play and Kreider is successful on the power play because they're on the power play together. I think Mika is very good at what he does on the power play and Kreider is the best in the league at what he does on the power play. And Adam Fox is a fucking legend. Yeah. I and mean, Adam but- Fox can put the, and Adam Fox and Artemi Panarin could do things from the point or from the top of the circles that a lot of other people just cannot yeah. do. I, I mean, I, I agree with you 100%, but my first power play unit should be the guys who are most successful at what they do on the power play. It doesn't have to be yeah. together. Mika and Kreider, mm-hmm. don't, they don't work together. They just they probably haven't for a very long time. Yeah. But, you know, we just I actually have together. a bit of a petition to take Mika off the top power play unit for a little while. Everyone knows the look. And that's the other thing. Everyone knows every look the Rangers are going to give you. Yeah. yeah. I would like to I would like to see especially in situations where he's the one doing something absolutely disgusting to draw the penalty. Yeah. I would like to see Lafreniere be on that top power play unit. Yeah, he deserves it. I think it. I think he's definitely earned it for sure. But my problem is like, you know, you put Cooley up to the first line, you send Offman back down. Why didn't Offman get any kind of consideration for for the first line? I think he's so, he's definitely has a better skill set than Cooley. He's a bigger body. I, I so, why not give him a shot? Like why not set him up for success like we did with Lafreniere this year? I agree with you, Dave. Here's what I think. I think we had some incomplete information when Offman came up. 
I think not just the three of us, I think as a fan base, we had mm. some incomplete information. We assumed that Othman was coming up because this wasn't going to be a very short term call up. Like this is going to be a longer term call up. And that's why it wasn't going to be Edstrom. It was going to be Othman. Turns out it wasn't Edstrom because Edstrom was hurt. But now I'm a little bit confused because now it's Lecision who's called up and now Blythe or however the fuck Bleed, you say his yeah. name. Bleed is called Bleed. up. All I know, I don't know. I'm a little bit confused. No, I, I'll tell you exactly why. Line. Because all of these players that are getting called up, they were supposed to be cycling through the bottom six, the bottom six. with Benino yeah. and whoever else is in and out of there, right? And but that's not supposed to be Othman. It's not, but Othman was not supposed to see NHL time this season. It's, we, I mean, we had a bunch, Belzeal's been injured. We have a lot of injuries in Hartford fucking Belzeal's, up our whole. Belzeal's skating. He's skating. Now he's, he is. He's playing, he's playing very well, actually. Yeah, but he was injured during the whole initial call-up period. Mm-hmm. So our injuries changed the game plan. And then the Hartford injuries changed who we could even bring in so now the whole thing i mean we're we're flying by the seat of our pants a little bit in terms of personnel i know that's something to consider when you look at what's happening to this team is that we've already suffered more uh game like like man games lost to injury than we did all last year Mm -hmm. and we've just reached the halfway point so that's something to consider you know, so I don't know. I'm sort of, I'm sort of, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in between. I'm not, I'm not full sad boy like you, Dave. But I will admit that I go on Twitter and I see some of these people who are like, "Oh, you're ridiculous for being worried at all," and I'm like, "That's silly." People have a right to be concerned. What I'm looking at, I've watched a lot of hockey in the 40 years I've been alive, and. This is concerning. Yeah. I have a I have a question. Remember how in the first, I don't know, 15 games or so of the season, they had this not a trap like scheme, but it was it was more like a um like a like a soccer star scheme where they had like a, a one a one two two mm-hmm. where they had the guy chasing deep in the offensive zone, four checking, and they had two in the center, or is or is like a a, a, a one a one one two. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. What the, happened it, to that? I, so I'll I'll tell you exactly what happened. The defenseman on in the offensive zone, they they this the offensive zone scheme changed so that they have D one playing way low, right? And then everyone yeah. kind of shifts around with it. With that said, now F three is playing too high and it leaves a whole side of the the ice open for a, the, uh, the other team to break out. So they have right. a, they they have an easy out from there. So now you have Keandre Miller caught flat footed. You have Fox caught flat footed because right. they're trying to set up yeah, and it's also, for an offensive play, weird. and they're just right. letting everyone out. So they they're never actually even able to get into that formation mm-hmm. in the neutral zone because they're already behind the play at at the uh, the other blue line. Yeah, they they they're doing this weird thing a lot. It's really unconventional where D one will sort of like pinch in on the wall and then come down mm-hmm. into the corner instead of like instead of sort of manning the middle which which is great if you have possession like capo caco makes right. that possible 
right? right. Without Co- Blake Coppel Wheeler, Coppel makes that possible. Blake also, Wheeler does Coppel not make Coppel, that possible. Also, Capo Caco is a really sound F three to to float and stay back. Yeah, you know, uh, Mika well, Zabanajad's a really solid F three. I mean, he's not an F three, yeah. but if you if you were to slide into that F three, no, he, he he would be sl- he would be slot to stay back. Like he's really dependable. Yeah, but you know, unfortunately, you can't have Keandre Miller as a D two floating over the middle mm-hmm. of the blue line alone. Yeah. If yeah. like just swap those roles, have Keandre Miller put Keandre Miller in the D one position to pinch along the wall and come down into the corner and have Truba hang back. No, but that's what's been happening. That's what I'm saying. That's where Keandre Miller creates turnover in the offensive zone or like, no, but he, what I see, what I see a lot is him getting stranded. Like he's creating his turnovers at the blue line. Is what I'm seeing. He's doing both, frankly. Um, But again, like, yeah, he is being stranded, right? Because Truba is, I'm not really actually sure what Truba is doing at this point, but, well, actually, it was nice to see Miller and Fox together today. Um, yeah. But then what happened? Then now you, but now you have two defensemen looking to be that D one. Like I'm sure they figured. Obviously, they figured out what they're going to be doing. But mm-hmm. the, you see the instincts not working. So Fox is now going low, and Keandre Miller, who's not a defensive defenseman, now has to play back. He's getting beat on an odd man rush. And you know, mm-hmm. Fox, as good as he is, on an odd man rush, he's like. He's again the whole defensive scheme is look to like create a turnover instead of like protect the shot or protect the pass. Right. It's so it's very it's very fucking weird what's going it, on. It, it looks like a, it looks like the the team as a whole has lost their hockey sense. No, no, like, no. You know, they, no, I don't know. I've seen I've seen quite a few play watching, especially on goals oh, yeah, that they've given up. There's a lot of that. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why aren't you why aren't you sticking your man? Why aren't you like that just goal, because you don't have a puck and that goal to uh, uh which one was it where Truba uh, just lets whoever right behind him and at right the before that on that same on that same shift, the reason that developed into what it turned into is right at the blue line, Fox tried to bat it out. Yeah. And got caught bent over. Well, that was actually position. a good defensive play. Like there's nothing it's a bouncing puck. He did the best he could there. Right, but oh. what I'm saying is, if if that's me, and look, I'm not trying to say that I'm a better hockey player than Adam Fox. Say it, just say it though. But just say you know it. You are. That's that's obviously ridiculous. But like, I feel like that's the. I feel like sometimes these guys get in their heads a little bit too much. You know, uh, just fucking don't don't get in your head. You don't have to get the you like. You don't have to shut the play down at the blue line. Right. You know. Skate with the guy, attack the body, chip the puck away. Yeah, I mean, as like gapping up is still a sound defensive concept, right? Like just gap him up. Yeah, get him in, push him to the side, and that's it. You don't have to again, but they're trying to create the transition before they even have possession of the puck. That's the mistake. But that's the but the they're not trying. They're not trying, which is fine. I can understand. Yeah, if you want to create a trans- uh, transition, that's fine. But why why are people not being laid out? Why are, why are you not hitting people? Isn't, what, what do you think this is? Well, the Ryan PWHL, is, Dave? Ryan Lager. Right, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's way more. Yeah, Ryan Lager was still doing his job. That guy's a machine. But, like, 
as a whole, when you're forechecking and, you know, their defenseman is swinging it around, why aren't you hitting him against the boards? Why aren't you, why aren't you putting that fear that they're going to get hit into their, you know, into their heads? I'm going to challenge you to name one forward that is intimidating enough to do that. I mean, Kreider's got size and Kreider. speed oh, if yeah. he hit somebody. Truba, yes, he's not a forward. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Cooley, Cooley, he hits. Do it. So you he, have Cooley his, and his, his, his hitting has, has gone down as of late, I've noticed. I think Even Trocek. Leading the team. Cooley, I think Cooley's leading the team in hits at this point. I don't know. Yeah, but, I, but, but it's I, like. So- Brendan, we're, we're Dave saying like they, we need to start hitting on the four check, be more aggressive, and start hitting, you know, hit making yeah. hits. And I'm I asked him like who who are the forwards that would actually do that? We have Kreider and Cooley. I you don't have I don't more s- than that. Who 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 who? Well, is, I think we who, have well. Who's Kr- the four? Kreider who's the to, four checker on our team that can actually well, put Kreider, the fear of God Kreider in the defense? Kreider needs to use his body a lot more than he does. And then obviously yeah. Cooley. Uh, I mm-hmm. think. That Zabanajad has a big body and never uses it. <laughs> Ever. Trocek can play with jam and should play with more jam. There's no reason for Lafreniere to be using his body more than Trocek. But that's my point. Or Zabanajad. Um, but the thing is, the thing is, everybody is cap everybody's an NHL player. Everybody's a hockey player at the end of the day. Everybody is capable of throwing a hit, no matter how hard or intimidating it's gonna be. A hit is a hit is a hit. You know, it's something. Uh, there are so many things that can happen by just throwing the body on somebody. Well, this is a culture thing, boys. You need Brooksy in the room. All right. You know so, what I mean? so speaking of culture, because I, 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 we, we're getting, we're, we're bleeding out of Send what I want to do. Because we're gonna, Jesus. Because we're gonna do our report card soon. So let's, we have, we have more to talk about there. But there is some crazy hockey news. Cutter Gauthier, man, uh, legend, beast. He, uh, for those of you who don't know, he was a, a, what sixth overall draft pick of the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, said he wanted to be a Flyer, then basically was Can not just, happy. He said, "He said I was built to be a Flyer." God. So <laughs> he he's told the Flyers organization, "I was built to be a Flyer." They drafted him number six. Um, he wanted to be in in, in the NHL. The Flyers said, you got to wait a little bit. He got unhappy, completely ghosted the Flyers organization, told them, we don't want to be, I don't want to be a part of the Flyers. And they, to extract the most value out of a trade, waited until after the, the junior championship, traded him to Anaheim for uh, Drysdale, who's a great defenseman. Um, and a but second, the whole, I believe. And a second, yeah. But yeah. the drama that came out of this, because we've seen this a million times, like Adam Fox did it. You know, like you kind of like you do have a lot of uh, leeway as 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 a, as a, a young player, especially if you're in college. If, if you're yeah, if you're in the NCAA. Yeah, and you know the Flyers organization, and I I don't like to give the Flyers organization credit, but in my opinion, they handled this very well. They kept it quiet. 100%. They made the trade, and then during press time, it's like, hey, he didn't want to be here. Then we're gonna we're gonna get rid of him and make 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 a move that works for us as well. And I think they did a good job of that. But, of course, the internet 100%. the internet, 100%. oh, my God, they're dragging this poor kid. And it's like, no, the kid fucked them over. He told yeah. them that he's built to be a flyer. They drafted him, and he said, go fuck off, because he didn't like that he didn't get a contract yet. 
Then it comes out that he was a lifelong Penguins fan. Ah, which is even funnier. Got him. So that wasn't a secret. They asked. They asked him who his favorite team was. They asked him who his favorite team was. Like in the beginning, and he was like the Penguins. And that's who his favorite player was. He said Crosby. Yeah. So I mean, it wasn't a secret. But I mean, you don't make as an organization. You don't make draft decisions based on. Your no. the person you're drafting's favorite team was as a kid. Let me say something. Can I say something? Yeah, of course. I don't care what the circumstances were leading up to what happened here. This is the funniest shit that's ever <laughs> fucking happened in hockey. <laughs> and it could not have happened to a better group of fans. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Then the to quote Sean Avery. The greasy savages <laughs> in Philadelphia, <laughs> and you know who might you know who might be partially responsible for all of this? Our boy, documented friend of the show. We talked about him <laughs> last week, Kevin Hayes. <laughs> Which I don't know if I believe that he is absolutely, a part of it. Absolutely, absolutely, had nothing to, be to do with it. He absolutely had nothing to do with it. Look, I hate. No, nah, I, th- I think that was uh, that was a bit of smearing and stuff like that. Even yeah. Torts came out and said he's like, listen, yeah. he's like me, me and Hayes had our thing. You know that was, yeah. that was it. He's like, he's like Hayes, the stand up guy. You know he he you know he he vouched for him and stuff like that. Like and, it's and it's know, not how him. Fucking amazing of John Tortorello. Maron. Yeah, I mean, my whole take is it's not a shortcoming of the Flyers organization. Like, yes, it's funny it happened to them. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck their fan base. Like, you give two shits if they're alive or dead, frankly. They're so angry, bro. <laughs> they're so you know angry. What else, and- you, know, you know what else they are? They're, they all fucking have completely forgotten how they got Eric Lindros. Yeah. Completely. But... But what... So, Carla, what what is your net net on this? My net net is that the balls on this kid, Cutter, actually Cutter, fan of the show. He, I know you're listening, dude. Friend of the show, dude. (laughs) I know you're listening. Fuck it, you just got drafted by an NHL team, and they didn't sign you right. Did you not want to finish college? He was just like failing. Legend. His, he just was failing his Legend. physics course. He's like, I got to fucking my dad's going to kill me. I better get an I NHL contract. <laughs> like, what a fucking dick bag. Like, I love like him. you didn't I get signed fast him. enough. Like, fuck you. You're going to be just wait. They're going to sign you. You're the sixth pick. It's a guaranteed yeah. fucking contract when you graduate. Is he so stunad that he couldn't get past the liberal arts fucking uh, remedial math? Like fucking come on! You know what? Maybe he just didn't want to be a fucking greasy Philly savage. <laughs> you, you, and I don't, you don't fucking come, blame him. He's, he wanted to be a ginzer. <laughs> you don't come out and say that I was built to be a flyer. Like that's some fucking bro. He I don't think be a he, I think bullshit. He, I think this bro, was a plan bro, from the jump to fuck over the flyers. Question. Let me ask, can I, I'm going to ask you both a question. I want you to be completely fucking honest. God, I hope I hear it. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. If, if you, let's imagine that you were this kid mm-hmm. 20, 21 years ago. Yeah. Right. 
and you get fucking Oof. drafted. You get drafted by the Islanders or yeah. the Devils, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And you go, right? You're not saying whatever you have to say to get their fan base fucking hype. Fucking no. six, to mi- six to midnight fucking hype. Right? I, no, Pumped no, no. That you're I, no, coming absolutely to not. Jersey, and then last minute, I you're just gonna fucking pull the rug out. No, what no. I'm doing in that situation, I'm 18. Uh, I'm talented enough to be in the NCAA. I get drafted by the Devils. I bide my time. I sign that contract, and then all I do for the next. Two years while that entry level contract is going, I don't care. I'll play in fucking Albany the rest of my life. Because at some point, if I'm good enough to get that contract, they'll trade me somewhere. I will shit talk the Devils while they're paying me. No. <laughs> Wait for that. No, that's. I'm not gonna no, uh, jeopardize a paycheck. I'll do fucked up shit while he I'm getting paid. He did it though. He didn't. All he all he did was he say, did. "I don't want to." All he did was say, "I would like a trade." And what if and, they just now- said, "What if they just said, fuck it." Okay, you wait wait until you're UFA. Now he's got to wait three years for a contract that he's not going to get because now he's a troublesome asset. And now he's going to get a contract in California where he's going to pay California taxes as opposed to fucking Pennsylvania bro, taxes. You know what's going to happen now? You he's know what's dumb. Gonna happen? You know he's what's an idiot, bro. Now, bro. Even, even if I now. had the talent and, 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 the, and the youth to be drafted by the Islanders or the Devils, I would not say boo until I am signed. I would play my fucking ass off. And then once it's time for me to be a free agent, I'm fucking gone. If I wanted to play for the, you know, lifelong Ranger fan playing for the Devils or Islanders, once I'm a free agent, I'm going to let let it be known to my agent, hey, I want to be a Ranger. Make it fucking happen. Do you know and how that's long, how you get out. Do you know how long it would take for him to get out of Philly? If he went, bro, players have no rights in the NHL. None. They have no, ever, they have no rights. All of the power lies with the organization. All of it. All of it. I don't it. know. We, we've been seeing players a slow change, though. No I, so let me tell you what's going to happen to Cutter Gautier now. Well, hold on. I, 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 before you do that, I, I had a bit of post piss clarity. Uh, post piss clarity. I would. This fucking guy. I would take the contract from the Devils. Okay, I'll play in Albany for a season. Maybe I'll make the squad, whatever. Fine. Ask for a trade. Legitimately say, hey, it's not working out. I have, a, I don't see eye to eye with the coaching staff. Uh, the video guy blew me. Whatever I have to say to get a trade. And right. then through the press, have my agent completely shitbag the devil's organization. And then say the only team that I respect I don't want to leave my family. I want to be close to home. I, the only team I'm going to play for is the Rangers. That's the only thing I can do it. You know, my dying great uncle was a Rangers fan. I'll make up some story. I went to I the did. same school as Nicky Fatio. Me and Nick Fatio are alum. Listen to me now. <laughs> Listen to me now. All right. Here's what's going to happen. Right, look, it up. look it up. Here's what's going to happen to Cutter Right now, Cutago now Cutagote is gonna sign a fucking contract with Anaheim. He's gonna pay the same fucking taxes in California that he would have that he would have paid in fucking Pennsylvania because it's the same fucking shit, right? No, but it's instead, not. But they, they have the highest a, taxes in the US and a higher cost of living. <laughs> yeah. 
But instead of being around a bunch of fucking trash bags in Philly, he's going to be fucking chilling on a beach with his with the homies egress, hanging out with fucking TikTok celebrities, drinking fucking Ugh. Dunkin' Ice coffees, fucking living his best life, playing chill on the fucking weekends while Jim will fucking Wait, while dry no. while Drysdale no. while Drysdale's digging his fucking car out in fucking Philly, getting <laughs> harassed by fucking homeless Eagles fans because, <laughs> because he didn't score a fucking hat trick the night before. Do you know how that's far the, Anaheim is from the, the beach? Fucking, that's the fucking <laughs> life that Cutter Gauthier traded in. That's the fucking life that Cutter Gauthier traded in. Having fucking batteries thrown at him by these fucking garbage people in Philadelphia. I'd rather they play. Only... <laughs> I'd rather play in fucking Czechoslovakia. Than, I'd rather play in the fucking Sudan than play in Philadelphia. I was gonna say Philadelphia Czechoslovakia is pretty close. Hasn't it's, existed. Yeah. It's Chechia now. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Send me the fucking send me the fucking war torn Africa before I'll fucking play in in fucking Philadelphia. Bro, Philly is fucking garbage. That's it's garbage. That's insane. You're not gonna get a good cheesesteak anywhere. It's garbage. And you know what? To the to the fans of the Philadelphia Flyers, to the fans of the Philadelphia Flyers. What the fuck are you listening to this show for? (laughs) Listen to me, fans of the Philadelphia Flyers. There's no, there's no nice, there's no wow. nice way to put this. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard me because I no, we didn't. So, Brendan, listen, Casey didn't know. Like you cut in and out every once in a while. So, we and Dave just know to pause because we know you yeah. will come in at some point making the same point. So we'll just say yeah. "wow" or "good point." Yeah. So, <laughs> to the fans of the Philadelphia Flyers, I know you're listening. There's no nice way to say this. You deserve this. You don't know what you did to deserve this. I don't even know exactly what you did to deserve this, but I know that you deserve this. It's like pet cemetery. Exactly. I, I don't know. I don't know if you want to hear this though, Brendan. I don't care for any Philadelphia fan, sports fan base, but the city is fucking awesome. I I, I could live in Philadelphia, eee. and that might be as a shot, dude. Their food, their food is incredible. Up and down the board. Bro, you live I'm in not New gonna York lie. City. You live in New York City. What are you Dude, it's not all cheesesteaks. Cheese it's not all cheesesteaks. Where have you gotten decent, at least ta- Italian food outside of New York? Philadelphia is one of those places. I don't know. And it's not just Italian food. It's not even just Italian food. But you're it's, still it's taking their entire food game. Like, all right, you're not. But you're not making a case for Philadelphia. You're saying Philadelphia is still shittier than where you currently are. It's just not as bad as you might think because their food is okay. No, nothing's gonna beat New York. That that's a fucking that that is hands down the, the God's honest truth. Nothing is gonna beat New York, New York City, to be exact. It's like you saying know, I'll live I'll live in Ethiopia because their mutton is pretty good. Yo, they got some good mutton. Yeah, but like, you want to move there? You want to live there? And but you know how I I know <laughs> that Ethiopian I... mutton's good as I had it up in a in a place in Harlem. Yeah, in New York, not in, you're not yeah, yeah. Ethiopian <laughs> in Philadelphia. But that's what I'm saying. Like that's you know, New York City is is the is the exception to every rule because yeah. you can get the best of anything there. But Philadelphia is like it's it's a it's a perfect Venn diagram of the hills have eyes and a weird suburb outside of a normal city. It's like a circle. 
it's like these two things meet at this occult, uh, uh, awful place that has a, a dark energy. Like Philadelphia is, in my opinion, call me what you will, it's an evil place that's haunted by Satan. Nothing that's, good can. That's come where Rocky's from, from. How could you say that? Uh, I don't know. Maybe you know. <laughs> Tell you, Philadelphia is the <laughs> Philadelphia is the is the anal sphincter into hell. Bro, it's the armpit no. of the Northeast. It's that's Jersey. The Everybody North. knows that's Jersey. That's no, Newark. Jersey. Jersey's the bush. <laughs> Jersey's the bush. Jersey's a lot. Jersey is a lot of things, but it's not worse than Philly. Uh Camden is. Camden's right across the river from Philly. Camden is an Camden's ingrown hair in the Philly. bush. No, it's Camden is Jersey. It's, it's a Jersey. suburb of it's a suburb of Philly. It can't be the suburb of a, of a state it's not in. No, that's, yes, it, it can, can be. I live yes, it, yes, it. Jersey City is a suburb of Manhattan. I live in <laughs> Portland, Oregon. I live in Portland, Oregon. Vancouver, Washington is a suburb of Portland, Oregon. What? It's right across the river. It happens all the fucking time. I don't believe that. So people live in Camden shockingly and they commute into philadelphia to work yeah that's a suburb people live in jersey people live in jersey and pennsylvania and commute to new york city yeah the entire northeast is a suburb of new york city new york (laughs) state is a suburb of new york city (laughs) i'm gonna say one last thing about this fucking mess okay (laughs) i want to know where all these yeah i want to know where all these fucking tears were all these fucking oh this is unfair Oh, who does he think he is? Where was all this fucking outrage when Eric Lindros did the exact same fucking thing to the fucking not, Nordiques? And where did he land? Where did he land? It was where did he the, land, Carlo? In Philadelphia, but it was not the same thing. He told the Nordiques. You're right, it wasn't the same thing. You, he, it's not the same thing. You want to know why? Because he wasn't the sixth overall pick. He was the first overall pick. He told the Nordiques, do not draft me. I will not play for your team because and your you owner is a rapist. Would have said the same That's what he said. Do you think of do you think if Cutter Gauthier would have said to the Flyers, don't draft me, I don't, I don't want to go there, they would have gave a fuck? Yeah. No, no but I, actually quite the opposite happened. He said he was built to be player, a Flyer. He said, draft me, I'm ever, built to be a Flyer. Do you think any player has ever wanted to be drafted by the fucking Arizona Coyotes? I, um, Listen, I am not saying it's right for draft picks to start manipulating the system so they can go where they want. I think it's fantastic. I think it's fantastic. No, because everyone's going to end up in Toronto. No, they can't. They can't because it's a a cap league. They can't. If Toronto somehow had... like, Think of where the past 20 first-round draft picks were from and then put put all of the Toronto, the Ontario natives... On the maple leaves, but they can't afford them all, so it's fine. Yes, they can. It's all entry level contracts. What are you talking about? I think I don't. I'm I'm saying because I mean, listen, we the Rangers benefited it from Adam Fox doing it not once but twice. Okay, Adam Fox bullied his way to the Rangers. He, he forced his way on. Panarin forced his way on. Shattenkirk forced his way on. Yeah, I mean, this and, and benefits us, Carlo. It benefits so shut us. Shut the fuck now. up. No, I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not advocating 
players do it because I think like, hey, you got to break in the NHL. Fucking embrace it. If you want to do it, go mm-hmm. ahead and fucking do it. My point is that it's not the same as Lindros. Lindros told the Nordiques from the get go, do not fucking draft me. And then or I because I will not report to camp and I will not sign a contract. And then they drafted him and he did not sign a contract. He did not report to camp and they had to make they had to ruin their franchise for the next 30 years to offload that contract. I don't know, man. They uh, they got Forsberg. Who'd they get in exchange? They got Forsberg. They got, I mean, they got no, like no, no, six no. players. I said ruin their franchise, but they, that the Nordiques with those players would not have been what the Avalanche became. Like, let's just be honest. Like, the, it, it took a different leadership. Yeah, it took a confluence of different things. Yeah, because if I'm that is, talent was in Quebec, saying, it would not have worked. All I'm saying is, if Cutter Gauthier was a duck. And told the Ducks that he wasn't going to sign there, and 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 got traded to Philadelphia. They'd be going nuts right now in Philly that they got Carter Gauthier. Of course, I'm not right? saying well, that, I'm, I'm not saying Philadelphia fans are hypocritical scumbags. They are. They suck. The only ones who the only ones who deserve any credit right now in this whole situation: one, Cutter, you're a fucking legend. Fuck Philly. Two. Mm. Torts and Jonesy, but but Torts right, and Jonesy, so, Torts yeah, and Jonesy let, let, handled it perfectly. And Briere, let's Briere bring had it a back to Toronto. Too. Let's bring it back to Toronto and let's talk about the fucking All Star game and the <laughs> god awful All Star jerseys. We gotta okay. We gotta we we're at fifty seven and a half right now, so we do gotta give you our report card. So quickly, Brendan, you saw oh, the All yeah. Star jerseys. Trash, they're trash. Trash. Dave, smash or pass all-star jerseys? Uh, I'd rather be dead. Pass. These things are fucking... Pass. We got three They're passes. gaudy and gross. They're, they're, they're it, ugly it, as fuck. It, it, it looks like the, the Starfleet's insignia from Star Trek, like, got hit over <laughs> the head and, see, and is just, like, dazed up. I'll tell you what it looks like. It looks like someone tried to cut a star out of a flag in Photoshop and then didn't remove the background properly and then threw a stroke and a background on it and all the blotches are there and then put the NHL logo like real stupid on it. Ugh. That's what it looks like to me. Awful. It's bad. Moving on. I'm, all right. I'm looking at a picture of Justin Bieber in the All-Star jersey on Twitter right now. <gasps> what a twonk. I like Bieber. He's fine. His past two albums are pretty good. Um, all right. <laughs> it's time. The halfway point report cards. What we're going to do here is we're going to give the Rangers a grade, overall grade, and then we're going to chat and give some, them some more grades. All right? Dave, I'm going to start with you. Ugh, I want great. you to give the Rangers as a whole, overall, at the halfway point of the season, what's their grade? What do you give them? I'm giving them a B plus overall, maybe a B. Um, re- recent play has, has shown – a lot of flaws in their um, in their personnel makeup, at least. Uh, do you know n- due to inju- injuries? But you know, in a long NHL season, that should be expected, and there should be some sort of uh, you know kind of answer for that. Um, as far as their offense, it's going to be around the B plus. Uh, the the power play, which is an A plus, is the only thing that's bringing that 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 offense up right now. Their defense, a B, B minus. 
Um, again, recent play, uh, the, the last, I'd say, 15 games, 16 games, there's been a lot of uh, suspect play. Uh, coaching, B plus to, to A minus, somewhere around there. I don't think it's 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 wholeheartedly on them. There's a, there's a lot of execution or lack thereof uh, from from the player personnel, and uh, their penalty kill is a solid A A minus. Um, I think it's it's not terrible. I mean, as of late, it hasn't been great, but it, they're still in like I think top five in the league uh, in in PK. So, you know, let's. I mean, but the season's over, so you know, let's just not. <laughs> it, everything's it's all going to be an F anyways. Yeah. All right. I can see that. I mean, I agree with a lot of that. I have some probably different grades there, but it's fair. Okay. Brendan, what, what do you got here? Overall, what, uh, what's your grade for the Rangers? All right. Let me try really hard to not have any recency bias because um, they've sucked lately. Um, okay. So overall, I would say I'm going to give the team a B minus. <laughs> Interesting. No. No. Hmm. Overall, I'm going to give the team a B. I'm going to give them a B. Okay. I'm going to kick it up to a B. Uh, I'm going to give the defense. <laughs> I know. It's a little long in the tooth. Look, all right, ah. I'm going to give the I'm going to give the defense um Oh, this is tough. I'm going to give the defense a C, I think, You're because telling me. You guys not hear me? No, I hear you. You gave the defense a C. <laughs> Just <laughs> what's going you, on? You are you are chopping in and out. The audience will not hear you chopping in and out. This is an us <laughs> issue. You, oh, okay. You, you, All right. The, the, the so defense, defense got a C. Uh, they've been really inconsistent since I'm going to say December first. Mm-hmm. So they're going to get us. They were really good before that. So I'm going to split the difference. I'm going to give them a C. Uh, the power play, even though it hasn't been great in the last few games, <coughs> they're still first overall in the league. So it's really hard to give them anything less than an A. So I'm going to give them an A. I'm going to give the penalty kill an A minus because they were outstanding until like two weeks ago. And they've slipped yeah. a little bit since then. Um, 5e5 offense. I'm going to give 5e5 offense a fucking C minus, I think. Yeah. Because it's been atrocious. Uh, and that's, just, that's been a problem that's stemmed back to before this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and then coaching, I'm going to give coaching. You know what? These guys came in brand new staff first year together. A lot of new guys on this team, not a very big core. Uh, I'm going to give coaching a solid B plus. I think they deserve a B plus thus far goaltending. I'm going to give goaltending a B minus. Yeah. Goaltending is going to get a B minus for me. A B minus. All right. All right. That's, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think we're all. I agree, I agree with that. I think we're all eventually on the same page. I, I'll run through my rating. So overall, I'm just gonna, I'm giving the Rangers an A overall. Ooh. And that's because one, I mean, yeah, recent play sucks. There's a lot of problems, but they were 
we got ahead of things. We're having a pretty good season overall. Um, and I think our special teams are ca- you know carrying us above what we're what we should be earning. Um, but yeah, I, I mean an A. I mean we're in the playoffs. I think we're dangerous in the playoffs. Uh, we're only just switching it on away, right? It's not we're not the juggernaut, but we're definitely not. You know we're not going to have to fight tooth and nail for everything we get. Um, so starting down my list, I'm going to say defense is a B minus for all the reasons I've said for the past two weeks. Um, mm-hmm. I think they started off really strong, but then as the system was learned or forgotten, I don't know what's going on, but mm-hmm. this, the defense, the defensive play has just been really bad. The defense, the six defensemen have not even really been that good either. And I don't know if that's a system issue or they're just having an off season. Like we can honestly say Lingren's not having a great season. Fox is not having a great season. Troop has been good. Uh, Kendra Miller's not having a good season. Um, so far, so like, there's problems. B minus. Uh, offense is a B. Um, there's just no consistency. The people who need to be contributing are not. Yeah. Um, or they're stake bitten. Power play A plus. I mean, like we're just can't you cannot give them anything lower. They're just the best in the league, if not close to it. Um, we just need to get more power plays. Uh, penalty kill, I'll just give an A. I think they're they're what sixth in the league in the penalty kill. Yeah. As of today. Can't Something ask like for that. more than that. Um there you go. Coaching, B plus. I agree with you hundred percent, Brendan. New squad, new coaching staff. They're doing really well. That could be an A if the execution was there. But mm-hmm. I mean coaching can only go so far. Goalies, I'm gonna give a C. I think Mm. As good as Quick was, that's like he's regressed, and yeah. Shesterkin is yeah. not where he needs, where he should be, where he's expected to be. And they're like they're underachieving. It's not even like they're playing poorly; they're just not playing up to what the expectations that are set for them. Right. Agreed. So that's my so yeah overall A. I think that averages out if I uh, did my mental math right. Yeah, I'm not sure mine averages out. I think. I'm gonna change my overall to an A too. Ah, nice. To an A. I think you. I think you won me over a little bit because I think the reality is before the season started. I think if we went back, <laughs> if we went back and listened to the podcast right before the season started, I think we were all like, <laughs> with the exception of Dave, we were all like, oh, we'll see what happens. You know, maybe finish third in the Metro, maybe a wild card spot. And Dave was like, no, we're gonna win the division. You know what I mean? But um, what can I say? They've done a lot better than Sw- I think. Swami, my middle name Swami. <laughs> I think you and I th- expected them to look a lot like what they look right now, Carlo. The way yeah. they look right now, since the beginning, Absolutely. I thought they'd be. I thought they'd be <laughs> yeah. closer. Actually, to I'm pulling up our below. predictions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So our predictions. So we our tiebreaker for our divisional picks earlier this season before the season started. Um, Dave, you and I actually had the Rangers in first place. Um, yeah, Brendan, you had him in second. You had Jersey in first place. I think we all overshot Jersey. Yeah, well, who yep. could see who, Any, and who would expect them to have this season, right? Like no one no. expected that. No. Um, 
Carolina's in the mix, and I think they will be in the mix. So I think we're pretty like I had him third, Brendan, you had him third, and Dave, you had him second. I think that's actually pretty safe. I think Carolina is on the upswing. Uh, and then we all had the goal. Islanders at four, which is also possible. So I think like we were all pretty, except for New Jersey surprising everybody. Through no fault of our own, we're we're like we're only off by them. I think we're all pretty mm. like we all had faith yeah. in the Rangers. We're we were right, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think we all thought it was gonna be a rocky start and then they would eventually settle in and it sort of like flipped, right? Yeah. It was like mm. it was a really strong start and then it got rocky. And that's for everyone. I team. think yeah. Everyone's it's happening for everybody. Look at look at you know, the Kings. The Kings can't buy a game. I'm yeah. curious. Mm. You know, I'm curious to know what how Ranger fans would feel right now if what our December and like early January, if you took December and early January and you made that our October and November and then took our October and November and made that our December and early January, mm-hmm. you know, same exact record. You yeah. know, we would feel a lot different. Of course. Because there wouldn't be the regression. But this shit, I don't know. I'm trying to not. I'm trying to not be a sad boy. Yeah, I mean, I know we started the show <laughs> sad boy. I'm actually not that upset. Like, this is a hell of a season. It's we're we're not playing. I mean, we're playing poorly compared to the expectations we set with our amazing first 15 games. Um, but then we've had injury problems. Yeah, I think it's a little get a little bit loosey goosey. But like, you could look around the league. All of the best team, except for Vancouver. Vancouver is a fucking wagon. Every other team that was like Vegas, the Kings, uh, the Bruins, all these teams that were performing really well at the start of the season have regressed. Edmonton's mm-hmm. on the rise. Carolina's on the rise. Uh, I mean, like the league is correcting t- more towards what we all expected. And yeah. actually, right. it's, this is parity at its best, right? So the end of the season, it's going to be a crazy fucking playoff race. Yeah, I think so, that's yeah. that's a really great way to look at it, Carlo. Like we were running away with it for a little while, but let's be positive. Like it's going to be a wild forty-one game race to the playoffs now. Oh yeah. And here's the thing: like I'll, I'll never wish injury on anybody, or I'll never be happy that somebody's injured. But Carolina just lost their starting goalie to a concussion. Oof. They're going to have a lot of trouble outscoring Yanti <clears throat> Ranta. As a matter of yeah. fact, they were up. They were up to nothing, and it's now tied. The Penguins have tied the game. Oof, uh, hate the Devils, it. yeah, the Devils are struggling. The like I said, they're going to have trouble outscoring Antiranta. The Flyers are a surprise. The Flyers are a big surprise. They yeah. are right now beating the red hot Winnipeg Jets. The Jets. And have you guys been watching Jets games? Have you watched a Jets Dude, game no. this season? Yes, I've been they watching so much a lot fun. of Jets hockey. And I've been watching a lot of Vancouver hockey, and oh, these two teams are fucking <laughs> amazing. They're yeah. playing phenomenal. I, Dave, I should have traded you Shesterkin instead of fucking Hellebuck in our league. That was both uh, on my part. Listen, I'll, I'll trade you Hellebuck for Shesty. Really? That's a stupid. That's stupid. Don't do I'm that. Not going to let you do that. Don't do that. Prove it. I'm Propose not, a trade. Not, Propose a trade, uh, bro. Let's see what I'm happens. Not gonna, I'm not going to let you do that. It's a bad luck. <laughs> Yeah, the Flyers are a surprise. I thought they, yeah, they might I mean, be getting uh, a little bit of a bump right now. That, from and again, like the only the teams that are not regressing, Vancouver and Winnipeg, like total surprises. But I, I think the lead, it's it's self adjusting, right? Everything's coming, everything's well, going back to normal. Both of those teams started really slow. 
No, they didn't. Vancouver had a, a nine-game win streak to start the season, and Winnipeg has just been steadily well, racking up points. D- d- didn't we we beat them early in the in the season? Yeah, but they but they, oh, no, our West Coast trip, yeah, yeah, our West Not Coast West trip. Coast but they trip. they that was like the one game that they, they lost. I know. I thought Winnipeg started slow. Winnipeg has been slow and steady. They 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 didn't. They, this is their longest win streak right now. Eight wins. Um, but they. <clears throat> They have been slowly just dominating, like winning like mm-hmm. two games, three games, four games in a row, losing. I mean, they only have nine losses right now in two and in four and Ugh. overtime. Ugh. I mean, the West. I mean, but that's the thing. Like, I would say, oh, the West looks scary. No, the West doesn't look scary. Vancouver, Winnipeg, and Colorado look scary. Dallas has fallen off the fucking cliff. Yeah, Vegas has fallen off the cliff. Vegas, like this, it, the the team, the teams. This is a very strange season. It's a very, very strange season. You know, we're all just a bunch of Florida Panthers. We're all just, we're all just gonna, <laughs> we're all just gonna barely make it into the playoffs and then get hot. That's all it is. That's all it takes, though. Look, look at how many teams have done that in the past a hundred years. <laughs> yeah. You know, everything's gonna be okay, Ranger fans. You know, Drury's gonna make some moves. Dave, Dave shaking his head. You don't gotta no. be a sad boy. You don't gotta be a sad boy. Drury's gonna make some moves. They're gonna be limited. Uh, I do think Brendan Othman is gonna be back with this team come playoff time. Yeah, probably. I can see that. I think so. I don't want him. Did to you be, guys but... see? Did you guys see the highlights of? I don't know how much you pay attention to Hartford to the Wolfpack. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, did you see the highlight of the fucking Matt Rempe fight? No. You have homework. You have homework oh when we're when we hop off. Matt, first of all, Matt Rempe is the size of a fucking china closet, china cabinet. Like this guy is like like imagine getting into a fight with a Ford F one fifty, but like if it was standing up, like not on its wheels, but like standing up straight. That's what it would be like fighting Matt Rempe. <laughs> and so like fight, humbled- fighting a transformer. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Imagine oh fighting Optimus Prime. <laughs> he was a, he was a sixteen wheeler. Yeah. So no, no, no. So like uh, fighting like Bumblebee or something or or yeah. Cliff Jumper. Imagine fighting Godzilla. <laughs> mm-hmm. That that's, that's, that's what it would that's be like size to comparison to fight Matt Rempe. You know, hockey <laughs> fights. I love hockey fights, but they do not give you the tail of the tape. I would love a tail. Uh, of Matt, Matt, Rem- Matt Rempe absolutely pummeled this guy. Just Brett Gardner. I want. I think Matt Rempe should get a shot. He should get a call up. Bring him up. Yeah, maybe. Let him smash. Let him smash somebody's face in. Call him up for tomorrow. Let him punch right through Tom Wilson's fucking cage, (laughs) right through the fucking bubble he's got on. Don't you fucking don't you wrap me up? (laughs) No, no, no one's wrapping anybody up. All right, but I do want to. We do got. We have some listener mail. Uh, want to get into that? Oh, yeah. Hey, contact that Ranger things. What are we at the hour and fifty eight minute mark? What are we? Hour <laughs> hour fourteen fifty. Um, uh. All right, uh, Mike Bongiorno writes. And hold on, before I read this, I know Mike Bongiorno. Yeah. Before I read this, I mean, it, we see what he's doing here. I do not want to encourage non hockey related emails. Mm-hmm. Mike, I appreciate what you did here. <laughs> we'll read it for you. 
But listeners, stick to hockey. If you don't know hockey, this is ask not, about hockey. This is not a Power Ranger podcast. It, we could start another Power the, Ranger podcast. The, the, like. I think the problem is we we did the Power Rangers bit like episode five. And, yeah. And obviously this is a great pun. So I'll read I'll read the listener. All right. Hi, longtime listener, first time writer. I had a question for the panel. That's the three of us. Do you think Lord Zed is overrated? In my opinion, Rita Repulsa was a better character. She was funny. She was dynamic. She got down on Earth and into the action. She had that dog in her. Lord Zed is just an edgelord virgin version, maybe a virgin, of Darth Probably Vader. A virgin. Thoughts, gentlemen. All right, what are your thoughts? Rita Repulsa I mean, or Lord Zed? Is it Lord Zed or Zordon? No, Zordon's the Lord Zed is the red guy, the bad guy who took over yeah. after Rita couldn't oh. get it done. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking of Zordon. Thinking of Zordon, yeah, yeah. So it's hard to argue the points that have been made here. That's true. I mean, pretty solid. It's a pretty solid case both for Rita and against Lord Zed. Yeah, but if you, I mean, go ahead, Dave. Lord 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 Zed looked way cooler. I he mean, fucking looked so cool, man. Rita Repulsa, she had flair, she had style, she was there. She was like the nanny. But Lord Zed, man, he looked some sort of bit between like I don't know, adamantium on the outside, carnage kind of looking dude, visor, these crazy like metal teeth. Like, can, skin. We get Lord Zed, can we get Lord Zed pulled up for the YouTube crowd? Yeah, I could. Oh, I gotta fucking figure out. I, no, because then I'm gonna give my permissions to the browser. I haven't done that all yet. All right. You know right, what Lord Zed looks like? He's the right. There we go, Dave. Here we go. That, that's fucking badass, dude. He's fucking badass, dude. Um, but as I far I, I, but let, let's go back to the character. The question is, I think the, do we think Lord Zed is overrated? I, my answer, my gut answer, is yes. He was overrated. Yeah. Because he yes. came in, because Rita couldn't get the job done. Lord Zed comes in to fucking clean Still up, can't clean get shit the job up, and, and he couldn't get the job done either. Right. Way over. Right. He doesn't bring that, like, like he doesn't bring that that final boss energy. Not uh, you know I mean? he looks the part. He he, he walks the talk, but he doesn't walk the walk. And he, he's a paper gotta, tiger. He's a paper, and I you know what? Agree. Uh, uh, you ahead, know what? So like, the other thing is. Not only does he, you know, t- only talk it, he doesn't walk it. He was made the butt of more jokes than Rita. When yeah. Rita goofed up, ah, she was screaming, get angry. There was some fucking fire in her belly. Lord Zed was like tripping on Ottomans and like f- making fart noises. But I think yeah, there was it's... like, there was a respect for Rita Repulsa. You know what I mean? Because they had thrown down with her so often. Yeah. Like mano a mano. That they had developed like a mutual respect, like a Batman Joker relationship. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Whereas Lord Zed, this guy shows up once, maybe twice a season. Well, he shows up, but he doesn't fight. He's just there with his fucking Z cane. I don't know. First of all, I'm inclined. The goo men. What are they called? The goose. The putties. The putties. Shit together, Dave. This is a Rangers podcast. I'm inclined to agree with any writer or caller who starts off their statement with first time, long time. Classic. Yeah. Um, 
All right. But let's move on. Uh, oh, then, Brent, did you have, have that dog? She did have that dog. She did have that dog in her. Yeah. So I'm going to go Rita. I'm going Rita. Make my monster grow! <laughs> I love it. What did Jewelry. Lord Zed say? He was like, ah, zippity, Get it zippity, done. Dop. Fucking fuck Zed. The dard and a, and a third for Rita Repulsa. <laughs> Berard and a third. Berard and a third. Oh, Berard and a third. Yeah, for Rita Repulsa. All right. Three stars. Uh, Brendan. <laughs> When you unfreeze, I want you to tell me who your star of the week is. Am I still frozen? No, you're good right now. You're good. Oh God, I don't know. I don't know. Fucking John Brancy. There you go. <laughs> That's my star, I guess. All right, Dave. Uh, my star of the week. God damn. Uh, Pitlick, because he hasn't done anything wrong. Because he's not playing. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, mine, Trocek. Roach, he's getting it done. Okay. That's, that's right. Roach is still getting it done. Roach is still getting it done. You true. You true. And you know what? So is Lafreniere. So is Lafreniere and Panera. So is Lafreniere. He, he's snake-bitten, but he's doing it. The three, yeah. of them are, the, the three of them are still, th- they're still showing up night night after night. That's true. All right. Uh, do we have a fraud of the week? Is it the Rangers? <laughs> the Rangers. It's yeah. the Rangers. The Rangers yeah. are the fraud of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking yeah. get it together, boys. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Before I wrap this up, does anybody have anything else? Last call. All right. Sounds good. That's it for this week. Thank you all for listening. Remember, visit our website, rangerthingspodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, or send us an email, contact at rangerthingspodcast.com. Keep it to the fucking New York Rangers or just hockey, not the Power Rangers. <laughs> for Dave Pacheco. Um, get your black shirts and pants out because uh, this is a long funeral for the Rangers, <laughs> Ranger fans. Christ almighty. Uh, Brendan Lyons. Good night. Talk to you next week. <laughs> I'm Carlo Montanino. <laughs> See you all next week. Hold on. Let me get the clip. And... Well,